freely discuss. But hey, oh, if you oh. guys, if you guys have come, <laughs> you know, with you know artillery and you know, well, we'll it's start, already. We'll start backwards this time. Okay. All right, we'll start backwards. With sounds good um, to me. I'll lead. <clears throat> oh, I'm the leading man in this role. <laughs> so uh, for shit you should not let fly I have a few things That I wanted to discuss I'm going to be like Teresa and come with 19 different topics Anyways uh, so <laughs> No but um, So the first thing Which I think is kind of like the biggest one I'm going to start with a bang Because it's something that I don't really talk about So I don't know if you guys notice or not But like on social media and stuff I don't really post about serious shit Obviously, I have my opinion, y'all. I'm very opinionated, but I really? like. I, <laughs> but like, no. typically, I'll talk about that with people, like one on one in a conversation. But like the back and forth on social media, posting about it or posting hashtags, I don't really do. Like, I prefer to be like one of the people that's, um, you know, like let's crack jokes, like let's laugh about it, like let's. We need some comedy in between all of the seriousness that's going on. I feel like that's my role, kind of like in life. But um, I. This is just really bothering me, so I'm going to speak on it a little bit. For shit you should not let fly. Mm. So, we have Katherine Johnson, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, Sean Bell, Eric Gardner, um, Mike Brown, Kamani Gray, Kenny Chamberlain, Travis McGrill, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray. If any of those names ring a bell, you probably know where I'm going with this. Okay, If any of those names don't ring a bell... You're dumb. T, is this something that you were going to hit on to? Yeah, but okay. So that's what I'm saying. We should so, just all, yeah. just a free-for-all kind of like, thing. Because so like, I had it on mine. The reason why I have this is like, <laughs> shit you should not let fly. Is everybody, of course, is going through the thing of, it's a hashtag. Um, you know, right now, Philandro, you know, his murderer, let's call him what he is, the police officer who murdered him, got off. Why is that surprising to anyone? I don't know. What is surprising to me is that we have just become so desensitized as a people with we make a post, we make a hashtag, we might even wear a t-shirt, and that's it. It stops there. Because three weeks from now, I can guarantee this won't be a topic of discussion amongst the men. We masses. get into this vicious cycle. Like I feel like the cycle is black man is killed, there's a trial, the police officer is acquitted. Everybody's outraged. The hoteps say that the people who aren't in the streets aren't woke enough. There's a riot. There's a lot of Facebook posts. There's hashtags. There's a lot of sharing of articles. And it dissipates. Then we're on to love and hip hop. And then somebody else gets killed. And it's a cycle. You, this That's is my exactly thing about what it is. all of like being so woke. <laughs> like all of these conscious people. You're so conscious and you're so woke. Go get a Jewish doctor. Become a lawyer. Uh, become a police officer. Become someone, a, a fucking activist. Be, become someone who's going to be a part of this change. Who can affect what's going on. Go go become a cop. Everybody like, oh, these pigs, that's five, one, fuck with them. Become a cop. Make a change. Become a sergeant. Become a lieutenant. Become a captain. Work your way up to one PP. Be somebody who's going to make that change and make that difference. Become an attorney who can defend these men and these women. Become someone who go go become a warden at the jailhouse to make sure that the inmates are getting treated fairly. To like do something. Mm-hmm. 
it's great that you can be so angry and you can be so woke and you can say, well, I'm not going to church because it's the white man that taught about Jesus. Or, oh, it's the white man that's out there in the streets keeping me from getting these jobs. Well, bitch, go get a job in HR. Become the person who hires people. Start your own company. How about that? Like, do something. Like, this is just it. I'm so annoyed and I'm so frustrated by it because we, we're so great at complaining about stuff and fussing about the problem. But the solutions are far and in between. And the people willing to actually put these solutions into play are far and in between. We didn't get into this shit overnight, and it's not going to be fixed overnight. But the people who I admire, whether you're white, black, Arab, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, I don't give a fuck who you are. The people who I admire are the ones who are out there making a change, who are out there fighting, who are doing something. I admire the people who bring people water when they're protesting in the heat. I admire the people who protest. I admire the people who are stopping traffic in the middle of the interstate. I admire the people who go out there and who riot. I admire the people who go out there to town hall meetings and have something to say. They're doing something. So you need to stop with the, I'm just going to make a hashtag. I'm just going to cry about it. I'm just going to pray about it. Don't just pray. Don't don't just say, oh, Lord, we need help. We need you to make a change. Do something. God only helps faith, people who help themselves. Faith without works is dead. So you can have all the faith in the work that the Lord will change something. But baby, works. What about the work? Are you putting in the work? Are you doing something? Like, we know what this system is. So become a part of this system and change something. Do something about it. And it just... Mind I'm you. literally like I'm like my brain hurts when I think about mm-hmm. the lack of people out there doing something. Stop complaining about the fucking problem and be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Whatever your role is in that solution. If your role is to say, you know what? I'm going to make everybody laugh about this because they need to stop crying. Make them laugh. If your role is I'm going to protect and I'm going to serve and I'm going to make sure that if I'm stopping somebody, they're not the one to get shot. I'm going to make sure that, you know, what, my partner did this who rode with me and bitch, they're accountable. I'm going to report them or do whatever the fuck you got to do. But stand up and do something and stop sitting down complaining about nothing. That's all I'm saying. I, I agree with you on that, you know. I'll admit that you can't have, you know, too many chiefs. You know, you do need a leader and something like that. Mm. And as far as our leaders go, I feel like they are, you know, standing up and doing something. And everybody cannot be in the limelight. Everybody cannot be the person Mm. that we are following or that is making a change. But Mm. like KP said, like you can do the little things. Like you can, you know, protest. You can bring water to the protesters. Like you can, you know, do little things around your community. You can um, uh, email, you know, your senator. You can email your mayor whatever oh and voting is on tuesday so make sure that you are registered to vote in your county mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that's where it really begins it's not about yes. this presidency it's not about you know this tangerine running around running the country it's you know about what's going on in your city your county like you really need to be invested in that so again vote on tuesday and um I mean, it, it is sad. Like, it, like you know, T-Surf's T's was saying, like, it's, it's a repetitive cycle. It is. And it's just like getting up, brushing your teeth, 
brushing your hair, curling your hair, getting in your car, going to work, mm -hmm. you know, having your lunch break, getting off of work, you know, making dinner and going to sleep and doing it all over again. Like it's a repetitive side of cycle and it's abusive to a point where it's just like we I feel like now our community in some point is taken as not being as human as you know our our lighter counterparts and that's tricky and that's scary to a degree you know even like with this movie that came out with Tupac you know and Tupac had thug life um tattooed across his chest or his stomach and I don't think a lot of people know like what thug life stood for like it was um they what was it the acronym for thug life it was um the hate you give what fucks up infants something like that I'm sorry I, <laughs> I don't have it right in front of me but it was pretty much saying like if you produce hate, that is what's embedded in this generation that's coming up. So what you need to do is put love into the community, serve your community, know who you are serving. You cannot be a part of this community and not know your environment, not know who you are serving. If you are a police officer, it is your duty. You have taken an oath to serve this community. If you're not from this community, if you don't know this community, how can you serve them? If you scared, go to church. Real talk. Like, real talk. If you scared, go to church. If you scared of black people, go to church. Don't become a police officer, okay? Yeah. Not when we're paying taxes for you to do your job and you're not doing your job. When you're actually killing the people that you're supposed to be serving. Problematic. I Yes, I find that very problematic. I just want people to, I literally just want people to do something. <laughs> like... I, that's one of the reasons why I don't post about shit like this on social media is because I'm doing something and I want more people to do that. Whatever your something is, it can't just be a, a screenshot of a hashtag. Like it, that, that can't be all that it is. And I just, if you're going to complain, if you hate the police and you complain about police officers, go be one, like create, like be the change. Like if you hate what senator do go be a senator go be a governor go be a mayor go be a district council member like go do something whatever it is that pisses you off that the man whoever the man is to you since we always want to blame it on white folk and the man and what they put in place cool right go be part of that right. and change it like do something like i just said be part of, when, with the whole hr thing if you don't like go be part of hr Right. Go get you know that they're like oh well you got a degree bitch go get your degrees yeah. and then hire the Shaquanas and the Latifas if that's who the fuck you want to hire great do that but be a part of the change oh I fucking hate white people if I see one of them I'm gonna knock them in the face I'm gonna go shoot their ass bitch you ain't gonna do shit because they're all everywhere around you your fucking supervisor white bitch your neighbor white the motherfucker that checked y'all that Kroger white the motherfucker working at the gas station white and you ain't tell nan not nan one of them nothing you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> so step up to the fucking plate. Stop being a little bitch sitting on your sofa. You watching the fucking warriors do their thing. And you, oh, well, let me go ahead and post this little screenshot of this. I'm mad about it. <laughs> bitch, you ain't mad about shit. And that's what I feel like is part of the issue. I feel like the whole Black Lives Matter movement doesn't have that much organization. It's just everybody kind of in their respective towns just kind of getting together and 
handling their issues or doing what they do. But, like, there isn't really a leader of Black Lives Matter. There isn't anyone forcefully, you know, creating nationwide demonstrations or giving a list of demands to a Congress person or the president or somebody. You know what I mean? So like, be that, be that so, person. Like, you don't have... It, it's not even about, like, too many chiefs or whatever. Like, to me, everybody... There's power in numbers. Everybody needs to do something. Every Because the reason I say it's not too many chiefs is because everybody's not going to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Your thing might be, you know what, I'm going to do these petitions and I'm about to knock door to door because we got to get signatures. Your thing might be, bitch, I'm on the front line. I'm going to every fucking police precinct, bitch, I'm protesting. I'm making signs. I'm out there every day. My thing might be, bitch, I'm in school right now. Like, I'm getting this fucking degree because I'm in this for the long haul. Like, this is my long-term goal. It's going to take a while. I got to get that, but this is what I got to do. Everybody, my point is everybody just do something. Put the irons right. in the fire, bitch, and make this fire explode. KP is just saying, Fatboy ENT is just saying, like, be constructive with it. Like Constructive, yes. That, that's all it is. Just be constructive in any way that you possibly can. Whether it's, you know, if you do have something to say on social media, you can say it. Like, that's fine. Like, just be constructive with it. And, again, <laughs> I'm going to come back to Tupac. Okay, so Thug Life, it was um, the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Which, like, the meaning with, you know, society and them giving hate to young people is going to come back and bite them in the ass, you know, later on. Which is true. But, once again, just be constructive with how you go again, how you go around, I guess. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I just felt like shit. And I was <laughs> Chanel wears the headphones when we record so she can like hear and adjust the volume and shit while we're recording and it was all in her ear <laughs> yeah so if y'all hear that while y'all driving while y'all on y'all lunch break my bad that boy ET's gassy ass <laughs> see he really gonna have oh, to shit. see and that's one thing about editing these episodes he really gonna <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be editing like a motherfucker all you hear is <laughs> Oh shit! So moving on. Moving on. The next topic. Excuse me. That was a good one. That Mm. came from. That came from my diaphragm. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) The next thing that I want to talk about. Okay, so last night, let's lighten it up a little bit. Last night, I took an Uber, whatever. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. I was going about myself. My friends out of town. Everybody married, got kids. Like I was by my motherfucking solo self. So I took an Uber. So as soon as I get in the Uber call, he like talking and shit. And I'm I don't like to talk in Uber or Lyft. Like shut the fuck up. Turn up this Anita Baker and drive. Like shut the fuck up. (laughs) So this bitch, first of all, he shows up in like this old ass Camry, and I was like, why is this mom sedan outside of my house? But whatever. I can't be picky. I need a ride. So. I saw on, like, the map or whatever where he had, like, went to the street behind me. And I was like, whatever, maybe GPS fucked up, whatever. So when I get in the car, he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good, man. You know, I got a little lost. Why well, I ain't get lost? I went over to my ex-wife house. What? <laughs> <laughs> so he proceeds to tell me as we drive about he went to his ex-wife house. It was their house, but she wanted in the divorce. He got the car, which is why he has this old-ass mom today. Um... 
he got the 2009 Toyota Camry that he's driving. And um, he was like, he went over there to see what color the house was because he wants to beat up her current husband, which is the guy oh that cheated with her and knew about him because they used to be co-workers. Like, I know the whole story because he gave it Apparently. all to me. Shout out to my Uber driver, Daryl, with the silver Toyota Camry. <laughs> wow. Daryl, don't so, catch a charge behind a woman who don't want to be with you. Right. So he was like, man, you ever been married? And I was just like, nah, almost. And he was like, man, listen, you need to try it at least once. What? Like, I didn't know it was like a test. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, try and see what it's about. Right. I was like, he's he like so hurt. He's still hurt. And LA he just kept referencing how he wanted to fight the new husband or whatever. Because the color on the house is different. And he know that he chose that color. It wasn't her because she didn't even want to paint the house. And I was like, you are crazy. Yeah, you got to get and past that. Baby. Mind you, the whole ride, I'm just like, <laughs> all right. Baby, you got to <laughs> on this side. Like, all right, Daryl, shut the fuck up. Yeah, please. you got to you gotta move Let's, on, baby. Let Anita serenade us. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so then I'm, of course, not talking. So... The conversation dries up because I guess he runs out of shit to say about the new husband and the ex-wife. And then he's like, oh, where you going? And I was like, I'm looking at his phone as the GPS directs us. And I'm like, the place, the address that I put in. He's like, no, 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 no I know that. I'm saying, uh, Mix, what is that? It's a bar. Oh, yeah, but like, what kind of bar? All right, bitch, you want a conversation? It's a gay ball. What's up? So then he like, oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all know what to say, huh, bitch? You're stuck. So then he was like, <laughs> he's like, well, you know, I ain't homophobic or nothing. What? Oh, <laughs> oh God. I was like, please let me out of this car. Oh, God. <laughs> so he's like, you know, I ain't homophobic or nothing. But, um, I have one gay I'm friend. Just, like, what? I, you know, people, it's just, you know, I don't like to, I don't hang around the gays or nothing. Because it's like, if we out or something, let's say I'm at Mix. No, and uh, we drinking, and then he go over, man. But man, that man fine. He look good. What I'm supposed to say that? Just drink my drink. Uh, yeah, you, you don't say anything. That's typically how or it works. Or what do you usually do like, whenever a woman approaches you that you're not attracted to? Like, you simply tell f- her a, a lie, so you're not interested. You're married, whatever. You do the same thing. Okay, like, like so many other too. options. So then I'm like, so weird. or. When men are together, that's not the only thing they talk about. They don't just be like, oh, this man look good. That man look good. This man look good. Like, dog. Sometimes they just talk about how the Warriors just want. Or gay sometimes people they talk know. about yeah. they need to get their roof fixed at their house because it's leaking. Or, like, normal shit that gay and straight people alike really talk about. Like, what the fuck? Or just, like, simply, okay, every every woman that walks past down the street for a straight man, he's not like, oh, shit, shit, let me holler at her. Just like every gay man doesn't want to holler at every man he sees. Like, you're really not that fine. Like, the, probably. Oh, you're like, probably really not that fine. So, like, you, you, can, you can loosen up. When I tell you that is literally what I was building up to, you took the fucking words out of my mouth. Is the fact you that you can't be that fine. You look like a gremlin. Like, when he picked me up at my house, like, it was dark, cool, got in the car. <laughs> it was dark, cool. I wasn't even checking cool. for you at all. <laughs> but then when we get to this gay conversation, and I'm just like, Nigga, what? Like you hit and the I look, <laughs> And we was going right under the underpass on seventy five eighty five. When you right before you get to like the um Auburn Avenue exit, we was going right under the underpass. You know they got the lights under there at night. <laughs> that light shine on that face. Oh my god! Oh, no, man. <laughs> oh, I rolled down that window and threw up. That nigga. Dog, he literally looked like a grown Like that's massive splinter. That's who the fuck he looked like. Like he looked so horrible. And I'm like, it's always the ones that look like this that think that a dude is interested in them. Like I promise you, Miss Daryl with the silver Camry, no man 
No man is interested in you. That's why your wife left your ass. Because she wasn't interested in you. Like, nobody's checking for you. Like, get the fuck over it. But this was the gotcha gotcha of the conversation. So as we pull up to Mix, he was like, yeah, so, you know, I heard uh, that, um, you know, gay men give better head than women. So what's up with that? Oh, my gosh. Like, what? <laughs> understand how everybody's respectability goes out the window when they're talking to someone who's maybe sexuality they have never encountered before like would you okay. ask a random man a woman like what's your wife's favorite position like why would you do that why would that be acceptable like it i just, don't get it well, first of all was like, <laughs> like seriously why is this the chronicles of kp's life like only me is having this conversation with a fucking uber driver why i don't like talking to you uber and Lyft driver shut the fuck up and just drive me you can say hi and then buy it. That's it. Right. But only me in this conversation. And then I'm just like, you think someone's checking for you. And I promise you, no one. Like, literally, there's no one on this earth interested in you. And then I'm just Apparently like, so. He has an XY. Like, what? <laughs> X. Emphasis on X. She left that ass. She's like, what the fuck did I do? This is stupid. I married you for your $50,000 a year job. I was dumb for that. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Because he makes 52, so I'm leaving you for him. <laughs> but I just was like, no, like, no, one wants you to why? Like, oh, my God. So my point in bringing this up is, fellas, women, gay, straight, whatever, people are fucking people. Yeah, they actually are. It's really crazy. Like, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, they're normal people. Like, yeah. they like talking and just having conversations about, hey, got to get my grass cut. Got a flat tire the other day. Had to buy a new tire. What about those warriors? Like, normal shit. Your sexuality <laughs> doesn't matter. It's okay to talk to gay people or bi people or straight people or trans people. They're all fucking people. Like, oh my God. And I promise you, as much in your head as you think that someone wants you, there are so many more people out there who don't. Who don't. <laughs> I guarantee it. Holy shit, Daryl. With the silver camera, go trade it in. On that topic, I actually, okay, on this topic, but not related, kind of related. <laughs> I, saw, related, kind of related. I saw this article that was posted on Facebook, and the title of the article, I didn't read it, but it did incite a lot of conversation. The title was, No, I don't have to tell you I'm trans before dating you. So talk. So people were like, "What are what?" So the person what? who posted was like, "What's everybody's thoughts on that?" So I just felt like this, you bringing up sexuality. I thought this was a perfect time to bring that up. That article. I kind of saw the same. I didn't read the article. I will say right. that I saw someone post it, and I saw like the little caption and that same little scream noise I made is the one I did, and then I kept scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> I love this <laughs> like it just didn't I just was like okay this is too much like because I was just all I kept thinking in my head was like oh my god how let down would you be if you like ooh sucking on titties and rubbing the titties because they got big C cup titties and then the next thing you know you go down and you're like oh you're untucked and your dick is bigger than mine or like what if you're like oh you about to fuck the shit out of me you so fine you look good and then it's just like a little clitoris that's like I'm a pinky finger hey like what? I was thinking, like, how let down would you be like, oh. <laughs> Can we even consider, like, before <laughs> we even get to like, the Like, I'm not trying to, like, it's a, I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect anyone or blah, blah, blah. But it just made me laugh because I was like, what if someone didn't tell you that they were transgender? And then... I was thinking, like, it's so much that goes into that because it's like, when do you tell that? Do you say that? Do you not? Because for me personally, like, I question my own sexuality when, like, I see a lesbian 
And I'm like, oh, I didn't know she was a lesbian. I'm just like, oh, damn. He fine? And then I'm like, oh, wait, she, oh. he's a she. Oh, I got oh you're Heather instead of Hermione. Henry. Yeah, Heather instead of Henry. And yeah. I'm like, I say I wrong it. <laughs> you would go. <laughs> but I'm like, you're Heather instead of Henry. But like, what does that mean about me? Because I find you attractive and I want like, give you that meat pickle. But right. like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Like, it's just so much that went into it that my brain started hurting. So I just went, Chanel, I think we should just really talk about scrolling. just firing. Like, honestly, I feel like that conversation should be had way before, like, we draw back them uh, sheets and pull uh, down them pants. Yeah, pull back those sheets okay. and that, that down so comforter that's you got. Like we're all having sex on, like, the 30th date. No, yeah. but, but at the but, same time, at I the do same feel like, I feel like there's part of it to me, I feel like, is uh, being um, deceptive. Because if you are confident in who you are and the choices you made in your life, now I don't expect you to tell every Tom, Dick, and Harry Go ahead. that you're trans. That's not any of their business, you know? Like, know. Just, but if it's serious. But if it's yeah. serious and if it's getting to a point where there was going to be some type of sexual interaction, I just feel like you owe it to tell that person because they and need to be do. able to decide for themselves. Like, just because somebody... Like me, for instance, I feel that I am a trans and gay community ally. Girl, I thought you were about to say you feel like you trans. I was about to punch you all in your <laughs> No, <trans>. no. <laughs> You'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm an ally. However, if I were to be single and I wasn't married, I can still be an ally to believe that trans people should have equal rights, believe they should be able to live their life how they want to. But that doesn't mean that I have to date a trans person. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That just does not mean that. My preference is strictly dickly. I like men that were born men. And I feel like that's important. Also, if you're going to get in a serious relationship with somebody that leads to marriage, what are y'all going to do? Like part of part of before you get married is you have premarital counseling and you put everything on the table. How many kids do we want to have? This, that, and the third. How are you going to not tell somebody that? Like, By the way, got a penis just like you. Right. <laughs> oh, by the way, us having kids, we're going to have to adopt because, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I have a blind vagina. It doesn't really have a, a U.S. up there. A blind vagina? <laughs> That's what the medical terminology is. The medical terminology <laughs> is a blind vagina. Whenever there's no uterus up there, I have a blind vagina. So, you know what I mean? Like, Are I just... I'm on my license plate. Blind V. <laughs> I hate him. I'm firing him. Can I fire him? I no, I agree with you a thousand percent because my ex, um, with one of the reasons that I did choose to propose is because I told her, um, listen, so I need to like really tell you something serious. And she did the whole big gulp, like what? And I was like, um, you know, I used to like date guys. Like when I was in school, you know, I didn't do it when I was here in New Orleans. Um, once I went away to college, like I started experimenting, whatever, whatever. One thing led to another, blase, blase, blase. So I didn't go into great detail as far as giving her a body count because Jesus. <laughs> That's extensive. Oh, but I was no. honest in telling her, like, hey, listen, this is what I did. And her response to me was, <clears throat> okay, I mean, do you still like is that something you still want? Like, are you telling me this because, like, from a sexual standpoint, you want me to do something? Like, what are you telling me this for? And I was right. like, because I feel like you have the right to know. Like, I really love you. Mm-hmm. And I this is my deepest, darkest secret. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know. Because if I love you, 
and you say you love me and I believe you and trust that, you need to love all of me and know what all of me comes with. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the airport and we're going somewhere and then some guy walks up to me and is like, ooh, KP, hey. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how you know him? What's up? You go have questions. Right. So I already want you to know the answer. I already want you to be prepared. I don't want you to be knocked off your rocker. Right. So I gave her that respect of telling her because I felt like she deserved that. And then, and not only her saying, well, you know, is this what you telling me this for this reason? reason okay cool that's why you're telling me i love you i still love you my love doesn't change that's your past and everyone has a past while i might not like your past while i might not agree with your past that is your past and mm-hmm. i'm your current and i'm your future and that just and for me, like for me for her for a black woman mm-hmm. to say to a black man that's your past but i'm your future mm-hmm. that for me, like, was like, she's the one. Right. Now, I'm, I'm with you on that and respect to her. And I just want to touch on two points. The first point is, you know, with your Uber driver, I will say, like, black men, they're definitely curious about this. And I hate on one Please end preach. that they are not able to express or explore their sexuality like um their whiter counterparts are able to do because i feel like as white (laughs) as white men they're able to you know go out and tell you know gay jokes and nobody gets offended they're able to explore their sexuality and nobody gets offended everybody understands and they're they're given that freedom to do so with black men they're not and like i think it's just a community and how we've kind of raised and you know just as black men we we just don't give them the liability to do so with women we know that it's a complete um double standard where yeah. with women it's completely sexy and it's okay and oh that's because these men just want to hope up on the threesome really yeah it's something that's you know <laughs> and it's a phase too you know it's just something i did in college and you know she gets over it or whatever the case may be but black men are not entitled to that you know sexuality that experience which creates a lot of problems within our community and i'm not saying like you know Everybody should just do what they want sexually and all that stuff. Like I feel like there's just freaks in the world. That, you know, <laughs> I feel like there is a population of just freaks in the world that just want to get off no matter what. And, you know, I'm not talking to them. I'm not talking to that population. <laughs> I'm talking to, you know, people that just really are unsure of themselves sexually and want to figure that out. But then they come into a problematic, you know, community or a system where they're not allowed to express themselves where they're raised in a family where you know it's demonized to have you know this uh perverted spirit and you know you you know you have to pray the gay away and all this stuff so i just wanted to touch on that real quick and then my second thing was i feel like it depends on how this conversation is i guess um started like if I'm if I'm a trans woman or a trans man and somebody comes up to me and wants to date me, I don't feel like it's my responsibility to say offhand, hey, I used to be a man or hey, I used to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe the first date we'll see how it goes right. and then the second date I'll, you know, explain to them what's going on. But if I am trying to if I'm the aggressor or if I'm trying to initiate something with you, then yeah, that's probably something, you know, I'll be upfront with. Right. But I just 
I think it just depends on how, you know. You got to give yeah, people should. their choices as far as what they are comfortable with and what they aren't comfortable with. You can't force things on people. And one person um, on the other end of the spectrum in the top the comments about this article, they said you the reason why they feel like the person who is trans wouldn't have to disclose is because they said you either believe that a trans woman or man is a woman or man or you don't. So basically saying that if you believe that trans people are okay a, a man who was born as a man into a woman and he and he goes into being a woman that he you should just believe that he is a woman because you support trans people and i mean i get that sentiment i kind of mm. do understand where they're coming from however mm-hmm. it is problematic because like i said whenever you date somebody some don't long term let's say you want to spend your life with them whether that be marriage or partnership whatever that is you know these are things that people should know. Just kind of like HIV status or something like that. Like, again, like I said, you don't have to, like, let's say somebody had HIV. Every single person, if you were a woman with HIV and a guy comes up and he buys you a martini, you know, by, by the way, <laughs> I have HIV. Like, no, I don't right. feel like that's necessary. Right. However, let's say you and this man have been going on a couple of dates. It's maybe been a month or two. You, things are getting hot and heavy. I think it would be the time to have a conversation either be, really before it gets to that point so that person can decide. You know, you can tell them I have HIV, talk to them about prep. Hey, fast, rewind, rewind, rewind to our other episode. Talk to them about that. Just be like, I wanted to let you know and give you those options. But I just don't think it's fair for you to feel that. You, the whole reason why you're not disclosing it to me is really because you would be concerned that they wouldn't be okay with it. So really, yeah. all I feel like you're not disclosing, disclosing that. That's all about deceit. Yeah. yeah. Now, that is 100%. Because it's like if you have this feeling that, oh, you're not going to like me anymore. Oh, you're not going to be want to be with me anymore. Then why would you want to be with that person? Like, and hello, you're-, you're not living in your truth. You're not living yes. who you really are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you even want to do and that it's to like yourself? You're closing off so many options to other stuff. Like, okay, when you meet their parents, you know, let's say their parents are great and they love them and they're receptive of it. And oh, yes. Um, this isn't, this is Henry now, you know, this isn't Henrietta, this is Henry now, but what about the stories they want to tell you about when Henrietta was Henrietta? Like, you know, you were, when she was six, she fell and broke her arm and I was so whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you might use the right pronouns or whatever, but the point is is that you're taking away other options and stories about stuff. Like I'm from New Orleans. I love the fact that I'm from New Orleans. I love taking people home to go visit and stuff like that. All y'all New so Orleans I people just love it. <laughs> if I don't disclose, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm from the city, so we can experience crawfish and crabs together. We can experience some real snowballs, though. We can experience... But you wouldn't be able to take that person know, home. Right. So it's like you're taking away that option. And yes, it is a heavy pill to swallow, and it is a big topic of discussion. And you run the risk of getting your little heart hurt and getting mm-hmm. your heart broken. But mm-hmm. then don't you still run that same risk if you don't tell them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just... Tell them at the right time when you feel it's appropriate right. and disclose. And it's simple and you just keep it moving. Last right. piece that I want to talk about on this topic, too, is I just don't get how you expect to hide that forever. Like I said, you get married to somebody. How y'all going to have kids? Are you going to what would you do? Tell them that you can only adopt Tell them that you're infertile. Or would you actually make them go through the trauma and hurt of trying to have kids with you? 
naturally and thinking that there was something wrong with them, something wrong with you getting tested and fertility treatments. Like, why would you put somebody through all that? And from my understanding, if you are a man to woman transgender person, now this might be old school medical stuff. I might not be all up on all the new medical stuff, but when they make <laughs> you this vaginal orifice, like when they make you this blind <laughs> vagina, I mean, I heard that it can't self-lubricate, so you have to use lube. And also, lube. <laughs> also heard that you have to put gauges in it sometimes oh, regularly to make no. sure it doesn't close up or you know, like a like a piercing. I don't know. Oh, like no. Yeah, now, to keep now, it open. Listen, y'all don't crucify yeah. me in the comments because maybe that's old school. Y'all can educate me. Tell me it's not like oh, that anymore. My. But at one time it was. So oh, how are you gonna dry. put gauges in your vagina and not dry. be able pussy to explain? To somebody like you know, how are you gonna oh hide all this? God. How are you gonna hide all this for the rest of your life? Is my point. Yeah, like, that's just ridiculous. Wait, yeah. So I want to. No, I and, hate to. Keep and karma is a bitch. That's all I got. I hate say to too, keep so. making it so sexual, but I am over here dying laughing because I was just thinking like, okay, you can tuck when you're soft, but like, what about when you get hard? What about if you got one that stick out? So like, or sticks up? Like, like a large clit? Like no, I'm saying mean? like a. a a large or dick. Like, oh, you said like if they don't get the. Right. So like, like we if, will we'll say like. What if you haven't had the surgery? Yeah, but you had you had boob, you had the which, boob job. Which is the majority of the communicate uh, with like the community because that's a very very expensive right, it is. surgery. So let's say you so, really got you some titties. Cool, you got you some titties. Yeah. You're looking right nice. You know, suck on <laughs> little nurples and little areolas. Not little nurples. The sound. He worked. He worked in this way down. So upset. And then he just feel like this bulge because you trying to keep yourself tucked, but it hurts because it's hard. I'm serious this time. He's really actually fired. And then yeah. I was just thinking about. I mean, this is shout out to all the straight dudes. Y'all know y'all hate dry pussy. It ain't nothing like a female who got dry pussy. You be, like the dick hurt. Like it's like, <laughs> like if she don't get wet. Oh my god! So you like who is real tight? Cause she ain't so this is like stuffing a turkey, right? So she ain't been using her gauges to keep it open. So you're like, oh, this shit tight. It's tight, but it hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna play Issa Issa Rae song, Broken Pussy. I'm seriously, like, literally, I need you to rinse out out your mug. I need you to pack your pants. I need you to walk out that door right now. You're actually legitimately fired. Hand over your keys. Oh my God, I cannot. That is, that is so well. You can start working on the Photoshop to remove this picture from our logo. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. So, the last thing. The last oh, my God. I told you I was being um, Teresa today. Oh, God. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We should just have well, a free fall. We are having a free fall and, like, we lead into other topics and stuff. Listen. Lord Jesus. Damn it. So, the last thing I, I want to talk to about. Is, <laughs> you do this get later. <laughs> Ain't fake shit. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is like friendship or whatever. And I feel like I talked about this before or something. Last episode. Mm-hmm. So she could keep up with the episode, so she can't keep up with her topics. Oh, okay. Ooh, the shade of it all. The shade of it all. Um, so the last thing I'm talking about is friendship and genuinely being authentic in these friendships. It is so important. You can't be a yes friend. This is why. So last episode that we shot. Um, after T Series T left, she had to go get home to her husband. So she left. And um Lindsay and I were here at the house and we were like wrapping up, packing up the stuff, talking, we were smoking a hookah, and we used a few drinks in 
<laughs> we was built to the win. Um, so the, the anyway, so we got into a heated discussion. We got into an argument. So we was like fussing in this bitch. Yo, and I was grabbing him by his beard. I went ahead, got my car, I pulled out like <laughs> and left and stuff. Um, but we had like a heated argument or whatever. This is all that I'm gonna say on this one is don't be a yes friend. Don't be a let me like massage your ego or make you feel good about yourself like be real like the argument that we had first of all we squashed it like we was like here's my point of view here's your point of view we good and moved on that's a genuine friendship to me when you argue with your friends about shit when you call them on their shit and you tell them look you fucked up or this situation is fucked up or what you're doing is fucked up or you know you're wrong you gonna be there for them bitch i got you like i just build you out of jail but bitch i spent that money on your dumb ass and you fucking stupid like be authentic and genuine like i can't appreciate Amen. her enough is because like we argue we got it out and the other thing too is like knowing when to bow out of a situation because it was kind of turning to where it was like i said some shit she said some shit and it was getting to the point where it was like all right shit you shouldn't say <laughs> and so i was like let me grab my keys my phone and i'm out of here because you don't want to have to be in a situation where you have to really be like, you know what, I want to take that back. I yes, can't take it back. Exactly. I'm really tired, whatever, whatever. True, exactly. But to where you can remove yourself from that moment. And I will say, like, it took me a moment to get to this place. Like, at being 31, I'm not the same KP who was 21. Like, oh my God. Let's, <laughs> like, let's hope not. I, I'm not either. No, because I used to definitely be about that argumentative life and be about that, let me cut you as deep as I can with this fucking tongue. Like, mm-hmm. let me hurt you to your core because you hurt me. And so now I got to tell you to fuck down. And just really like being very immature and childish. Mm-hmm. And so being to a point now where I can recognize, all right, you know what? We talking at each other. We're not talking to each other. So let me go ahead and just go. Let me go ahead and remove myself because... That to me helps your friendship grow. Mm-hmm. It helps you really be like, like my, this is the other thing too. So with me living out here in Atlanta, I don't have family. I ain't got even got a cousin through marriage. I don't know family in Atlanta. <laughs> so my friends are my family. Amen. So I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people who know of me. A lot of people who might just oh KP, oh fat boy ENT, but you don't know what KP stand for. You don't know who the fuck Carbon and Dark is. You ain't never met them. You ain't never even Mama Ray beats the rice. I never want you back a dagger from the wall. And it's like you're not my friend Mm -hmm. and friends for me have meant family since i've been in atlanta they've been the ones to be there through my transition of saying oh you know what listen i i I think i'm gay i I like dudes for me to say you know what i'm leaving this lifestyle alone i'm I'm going back to women for me to say you know what listen i really like going to church i got i I gotta go to church i gotta get there the ones who've been there to bail me out of jail the ones who've been there to oh all right bitch we scrapping let's go squaring up with me like through the good times, the bad times, the happy times, the sad times, who have been there to see who the fuck I am as a person mm-hmm. and to see me grow and mature into the adult male that I am today. And so, <clears throat> no, we don't share the last name, but I genuinely appreciate those friends. And so, just don't, if you notice that in your your friendship, situationships, whatever it is, that you're a yes friend. Or you always, ooh, it's so great. We've never, we never had a disagreement. They're so wonderful. They're so this, they so that. Bitch, what's their last name? What's their, what's their middle name? Tell it. I know they Instagram. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, that's the, that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, oh, bitch, they were sick up in the hospital. Were you there with them every day? Were you there when their parents came in town and brought their parents to their house and let them in with your copy, your key to their door? Like. That's what I'm saying. Just genuinely appreciating those people and not being a yes friend. 
That's all. I'm done preaching. <laughs> and be, being able to, I guess, take that, you know, constructive criticism from your friends. Because I know it, that's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, to take constructive criticism from a friend or from anybody. She don't like <laughs> when I talk about her edges, but baby, they be out of control. She be trying to do baby bangs and shit. Girl. Shut up. <laughs> they laid today. <laughs> but even like I mean me and Teresa I remember when Teresa first moved to Atlanta like when we used to go out we used to get into it all the time and then we come to find out like it was Patron like if, <laughs> if we drank Patron like we would get into it like and by the next morning we're like oh I'm sorry we're like okay I'm sorry too like it would be not, it would be stupid we would both be drunk but like we would just get into these I don't random, even know what they would be yeah about. like that's the random dumb ass arguments but Teresa can't hold her tequila so oh, no. she let me know listen listen she tequila can't. doesn't like me that bitch tries to fight me every time she sees me. tequila don't like me that bitch try to fight me. <laughs> but yeah it's it's it really is hard and that's one thing that i guess i have to deal with because being the youngest of six it's like you're always told you know and like especially when you try to be like that good daughter or that good friend like you're always trying to or even that good girlfriend i remember that was my title forever because I'm just like I don't even if he cheats on me I'm just gonna be the good one in the relationship and he won't have anything bad to say about me and like that's dumb (laughs) like that's dumb as fuck like you you just grow up and you realize like you have to be true to yourself and like you have to be able to take criticism and even if somebody is disappointed in you, like, take it and grow from it. Like, don't assume, like, you know, you guys aren't friends anymore or whatever. I gave KP, you know, a couple days. I asked him if he was still in his bag. And he said he was, no, he was over it. And that was it. Like, you know, all the girls I like, think they got a dick, girl. They got a clue. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you still in your bag or not? Like, what's good? But, I mean... We didn't have to, you know, apologize for anything that was said that night because it was all real and true from our perspective. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. now I feel like we have a better understanding of what, you know, I'll tolerate, what he won't tolerate and vice versa. And so, you know, it's not about being a yes friend. It's about being, you know, a true friend to your true friends. Word. Boom. 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 Nene leaks. Bloop. Who's coming back <laughs> for season 10 of Real Housewives of Atlanta? My vote definitely is for Kenya. I know y'all don't like Kenya. I love there. Kenya. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why everybody hates her. I, I will say, like, she's done some disgusting things. Yeah. But she's not as disgusting as Phaedra. Oh, Phaedra just, oh, she's disgust myself. That's why Phaedra got fired. She's not and disgusting. And I gave her to Mimi for the reason to bring her back to the show. And I really don't like Portia either, this new yeah. Portia. I don't like her. She thought because she cut her hair, she's going to be sophisticated. We're like, well, no. guess what, honey? Because <laughs> I speak for the gang, short hair gang. Like, you need to grow your hair out. Bitch, you can't pull it off. Okay, it is what it is. Your hair look good. It does not. It does not. She looks like Elvis Presley. She looks a mess. She looks a mess. 
You tripped no, to, to I, will, I will say I she like her amazed. short hair look. I like amazed. the short hair so she much better. <laughs> but I don't know who called her Elvis, but I died because she with her fashion over with her, her exactly with her ensemble and everything, it was just like, oh, okay. Can you follow her? Y'all stop playing. I love Kenya. <laughs> I love when she was just like it was just like every cut Kenya was like on it because no. normally like during the season she doesn't record with the same type of vigor but like when she gives her like her interviews it's just like oh okay well you want to talk you had time to like think about it yeah. she had time to think about it I know she goes, she goes, I know but she said but her rehearse reads the paper but do be doing rehearse reads right that's why with the condom girl shut your dumb ass with your glittered eyeshadow. Ain't nobody wear no, that. I'm really gonna miss Phaedra, y'all. That little white eyeliner. I fuck with Phaedra. No, you do. No, I did because, like, just because she was a little kingpin, I fuck with Phaedra. Bro. She was not a kingpin. She really was you not. You see, she not in jail. And old girl <laughs> did 20 years. And Apollo and that doing 20 years. Nigga. <laughs> Apollo and that being butt buddies with his old man. Honey, this is like Game of Thrones. She gonna fall one day and it's gonna be awful. I'm about to say, I feel like this is a. Like I said, karma's a bitch. It doesn't matter. You know, it might not came, come in the same form that you give it out, but it's going to come back. Listen, like, so going to be a assistant minister at Eddie Long Church, and there you it's go. It's raining. It is. It is oh, shit. It's monsooning outside. Right? Like, Damn. quietly, though. Like, normally it's, like, loud. Yeah, I know. I didn't even realize. <laughs> right, <laughs> quietly monsooning. Y'all <laughs> home is well insulated. This home is well insulated. Quiet as Can you hit a rain? But most of the time, it's like, <laughs> Like, law and order. Like, theme song. Come on. Mm. Oh. Okay. Well, in the pop culture world, I just want to talk about Kendrick Lamar. Buying his sister a new car for graduation. And dumb folks are trying Aww. to come for him, though, about it. Because he bought her a 2017 Toyota Camry. It wasn't even fancy, though. Like, I feel like that's totally appropriate. Yeah. Completely so appropriate. people are trying to come for him. Because I guess apparently he's supposed to be buying this little girl BMWs and Ferraris and Porsches. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> but not, not even, like, a more, like, you know, luxury car. Because, mind you... <laughs> she don't how's she gonna keep up with all the maintenance on that see that's but what then, y'all's problem is as black people y'all always trying to stunt on somebody here we got an 18 year old girl just graduated from high school thank you high school let me say it again high school <laughs> <laughs> just graduated from high school like she doesn't need to have a Mercedes where she has to get $500 tires if the tire goes out where she has to get uh, premium gas hello <laughs> he got her a good solid vehicle. Personally, let's be clear. Reliable. I can drive the fuck out of a camera. Let's be very clear. Uh, Seven seventy first hey, time in life. Hey, not, not can keep for probably like the next twenty, at least fifteen not years. Not to mention, Hello? she's a high school graduate who's going to college. It's her first Freaking car high driving. She might, she yeah. might wreck it. She hey, might exactly. run into you. Know what I'm like, there's so, so much other shit. Congratulations, Kendrick Lamar's little sister on your new car. Thank right. you, Kendrick Lamar, for getting your and sister car. Exactly. Right. That's an investment. That's a true investment. A car is an investment, especially since it's paid for, sweetie. Like, what? He was supposed to buy her bundle, supposed to, you know, get her nails done. Well, he got her Maserati for college. Like, what? Supposed to buy get broken into whenever she, she has to stay on. 20 times. Like, right. Hey. Stupid, right. Supposed to buy her a burka. Like, right. her walking around with no car. so amped with my brother getting me a motherfucking car. Like, the right. 
That's just dumb. And that just brings me back to like the whole thing. Like um, whenever I was watching that show on HBO, uh, Ballers, and it just really spoke to how like professional athletes oftentimes they fall into this whole uh, financial ruin because they're they're not teaching men how to fish. You know that saying where it's like you can give a man a fish and feed him dinner tonight, but if you teach him a fish, yes. you feed him for life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Ludacris has even spoken on this. He was like, you know, I think I forgot all the all exactly what he said in the interview, but he said something to the gist of what I did whenever I became rich is I put my people on. Like my one homeboy, he was passionate about cooking. So I paid for his chef school. Yep. Then I hired him to be my personal chef. Now he has Hello. his own company. Like, Hello. that's what I'm saying. You got to give people tools so they can be self-sufficient so that they keep coming to you with their hand out because that's enabling them to fail realistically. That's yeah. what that is. You got me this S-Class Benz. Can you also put gas in it? The insurance is this much. Right. Oh, shit, I need a new tire. Can you do that? No. Like, exactly. you did it the right fucking way. And just with the rapper, what's two phones? The, I got I two. I got two. Phones. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Y'all don't know his name? <laughs> What's his name? Anyway, he was just... <laughs> We know the song, we're gonna rap it. The shade of <laughs> It's so funny because I follow his wife on Instagram, but anyway, he was saying how he doesn't have like eight shit niggas around him. Like everybody that he has, like in his circle, like they do a job. Like if he's going to hire his homie, his homie's going to drive for him. If he's going to hire somebody else, like, they're going to do a service for him in order for him to pay him. Like, that's how he was saying, like, that's how MC Hammer went broke because he tried to pay everybody in his family. That's tried. how all these rich people go broke. Yeah, especially athletes. Like, yes. These athletes, like, they're normally, like, the one person in the family that makes it to the league. So everybody thinks they're, like, you know, the next thing to God. And they're paying off everybody's phone bill, electric bill, car note, mortgage, everything. And the next thing you know, this man is broke, you know, and depressed. And then he doesn't sign for the next year. It's DJ Slim D. DJ Slim D. That's not I his not name. That I is never that. heard of my life. You don't know him? Who? Nah, bro. I don't think that's true. Right at all. What, Baton Rouge? No. That's not New Orleans, baby. Uh, I'm Baton Rouge. Kevin Gates. It's Kevin Gates? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's who? Oh, that nigga's small. We were all the way I'm not for sure. I, that's why I'm like, I don't know who the rapper is. Letter, since he in jail. <laughs> that's Kevin Gates. So he's not from he's Put not from New Orleans. Where is Kevin Gates from? I thought he was from. He's. I think he's from Louisiana. He's, I think that's correct. See, you from Lafayette? Thibodeau. <laughs> Laplace. <laughs> because he was the first one when he got out of jail. You know, he came out with his uh, song, and then he got like world Kenner. recognition because. <laughs> oh, that's a Kenner. That's I think cool. like what was he like? Having, he had sex with his cousin, so everybody was talking about that. And then he was talking about how he eats ass, and everybody was giving him shit for that. He has no some point kind of intended, but. <laughs> what? 
just that whole thing with Tracy still and all oh, my, my tags itching me. Oh. Yes, to answer your question, Kevin Gates is from New Orleans. Hey! Hey! Second of all. And he's Muslim, I believe. I know his wife practiced. This is kind of weird. How are they Muslim when they bust down girls together? Hey. Busting down girls together and stuff. I don't like you Pick and choose. I don't like you people. I don't. (laughs) They are doing Ramadan right about (laughs) I got to. No, I'm going to write him a letter and put some money on his book. That sounds like he's from New Orleans. Y'all want to play me. Remember. um, I guess he is. Remember (laughs) Auburn? Remember we remember Aubrey from Clark Dude with yeah, the Dread from yeah. Texas? That he passed away, right? The one that was in LA? Yeah. So I when he went to jail, like when he was locked up mm-hmm. for shooting a boy, I um Huh? He shot Kevin Gates. No, no, he shot oh. he shot um He shit. He shit. He shot the dude that sung um Fuck. I forgot the little rapper name. It was some of the song that was popular back in the day when he shot him. Dougie? Dougie. No, not teach me how to Dougie. Oh. No. It was um Rest in peace. Anyway, the point is, is when he ran up, like, because I was in Mississippi, and I was just like, how is this real? Like, yeah. I was like, you was, when I had hair, I was like, you was a nigga that used to cut my hair, like, you got a purple belly ring, like, how is this life? Like, I wrote the nigga a letter in jail, and then they sent it back, because I had, <laughs> well, no, because I sent him pre-stamped envelopes, because I don't know how the jail system works, like, even when I was in jail, like, you're like, like, write me back, then you ain't gonna no, because I was like, I was thinking, I was like, in case he wants to write it, he wants to write and I literally like I put like forty dollars cash in there. Oh yeah, they took like, oh. no, that. They sent it back. They sent the forty dollars oh, wow. back. They sent the same I'm just jealous. They sent me a letter <laughs> telling me, but he was in jail in Cali, so yeah. Was like, that happened they in sent LA. me a letter telling me like how to send stuff, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. He tried to send it like an RSVP envelope, a wedding invitation. <laughs> I have like all these Bible scriptures in there, like, oh my God, God is going to be with you. He loves you. Never even saw it. Right. No, I sent it back, and he did see it because I, I resent it the right way. That is too. It's like funny. I put money on your books the right way. Sorry about this because I included another letter with the original letter. That was nice. I'm so lame. But no, like that's yeah. I'm gonna have to write Kevin Gates a letter because he's back in jail. He, so is he? Yeah, he did yeah. go back. Like he got out and went back. He's back now. I think for I don't know for how long. Oh. I have no idea how long. I think it's. I know it's a minute, but I don't know how long. That's why he was grinding this whole time. He was out. See, it's like I'm That's going. He got back. two phones. One for the plug and one for the low. Speaking of jails, um, I read an article <laughs> in the L.A. Times that said in California it costs seventy five thousand dollars annually wow. to house an inmate, which is more than a year at Harvard, wow. more than a year of tuition at Harvard. And so the LA Times posted that statistic. I guess apparently in California there's 130,000 uh, inmates in California. Um, and yeah, they say that that's enough to pay the annual tuition at Harvard and still have plenty of money left over to, for pizza and beer, basically. And the cost <laughs> has doubled since 2005. Crazy, right? That is crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm just catching up on Orange is the New Black, and that's something that I watched the whole thing. I don't don't understand how they make money off of prisoners. Like I'm, because it's free slave labor. Like I'm not being funny. because I get that stuff they make them do. Like some, so if you like are a good prisoner, you know whatever, they'll let you work. Like they have inmates working like in the governor's mansions and shit like that, and like doing certain stuff. Like I get that, but with how many people are incarcerated. 
I don't understand. I guess the logistics. I guess I need to do my research to understand the logistics of how they make well, money. Well, some of these off companies, because like, all of them aren't working. Like yeah. they're just and there's in private prison. private prisons too. Private prisons, yeah. That they were trying to close down because now they're coming back some up. Some of them like have like a Victoria's Secret actually has inmates making panties, things you like lying. that. No, I'm serious. Things what? like that. And so, like, okay, think about it. You have this whole, basically, factory workforce working for you at, like, 25 cents an hour, you know? So, that's, like, helping. They're, they're renting them out to do tasks. Like, y'all remember in, um, what's that movie, Life, whenever they basically <laughs> rented them out to till somebody's yard? Or what's that Shawshank Redemption? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. about jelly. When the prisoners out like like slaves, this is no slave labor. It is. That's correct. Like that's. But I'm I'm just saying like that's. It there's certain shit in life that baffles me. Like when y'all was talking about the wedding shit earlier, this was all fair. But y'all talking about the wedding shit earlier, like I was really sitting here like, huh, 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 yeah, because I was lost. Like it's so much that goes into it, and so like even with this jail shit, like. For people to be incarcerated, for people to be making money off of this, this is insane to me. That's yeah. why they like it here, because it's just. And the sad thing is, you have these these guys maybe putting together computer boards or whatever the part is that goes inside a, a desktop computer. I'm not a I'm not an IT person, so bear with me. But you have these people putting together these things for Dell or all these major companies in jail getting paid 20 cents an hour. They come out in the real world, try to get a job, and these companies will hire them even though you work for that company in the inside. It's a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I say that is some bullshit. I will say, like, I mean, I'm not going to say prisoners need to just sit around and not do nothing because they do need to do something. But, I mean, get... Give them some kind of pay. You know what would be Have so them. dope? What? Is if they made them get a degree. Like, here's your, you don't have a high school diploma. You don't know how to read. See, and that used, to, like, that used to happen. I feel like if they, like, you now have, you have to go to class. A normal college degree, four years, and you got it. Well, bitch, just took you 12 years because we got to break up fights and not, riots. Not and you know, like, whatever. No, I'm just saying, like, I just think. Because we got to break up fights <laughs> and riots so it took 12. Listen. <laughs> she goes down in jail. No class. I've been week. locked up. I know how I grew up. I don't want to be 11 hours, but I've been locked oh, up. Okay. I know how I grew up. Okay. Were you in a county jail or prison? <laughs> I was like, county jails are completely different. County jails. Y'all don't know that life. They don't do shit in county jail. Y'all don't know that life. Unless you're in the Orleans Parish jail. They were stingy, like was stingy with the ham sandwiches. I was like, can I get another one? I'm hungry. I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where this nigga think he is. Nigga threw me a bag of cookies. I was like, "What oh, nasty ass, hard ass cookies!" But I ate it. I ate Why you ain't no, milk? Milk? ain't no milk for the cookies? <laughs> nigga, nigga hit me with that. You want your cornbread? Yeah, nigga. I'm hungry, nigga. Fuck with you want your cornbread, nigga? I am a hungry. Give her a little stink eye while you raffle it up the the wrapper, <laughs> trying to open them up as quickly as possible. Like I'm gonna eat that shit. I'm gonna eat it, but <laughs> but no, I think that would be so dope. Like, okay, you have some people go to prison, like you know they might have access to a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. whether it's TV, internet, you know things like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool, you have access to that, but you have to. Th- here's this class you have to go to. Here's what you have to learn about. You know what I'm saying? Like to prepare you, because if you're locking these people up and you're punishing them for something they did, right? They've been locked up for 15 years. Yeah. 
that means 15 years worth of advancement has gone by as far as life moving on and continuing in growth. You have not grown. So in the process of you being locked up in these 15 years, here's how we are actually preparing you to now assimilate into society. Right. And to go back into the real world and to be someone. Right. Like it's not even because it's already obviously hard enough to get a job or whatever, whatever. But like we need to make you a we need to make you uh, an asset instead of a liability, I think. Right. That would be so dope. Let me become a prison warden. That's my calling in life. Go ahead, honey. When I get to Texas, I'm going to quit my job and become a prison warden. You're not a prison warden. Yeah, I'm a... Fuck y'all for not believing it. Okay, so here's something else that I want to talk about. Um, Y'all heard about this show getting shopped around? Real side chicks of Charlotte. Goodbye. Yes. (laughs) Goodbye. Yes. Um, It's getting shopped around. Very shameful. Um... Very shameful. Very shameful. I, I mean, again, I'm not. I don't condone cheating, but the problem these days is these hoes don't know their place anymore. The side chicks, and I blame the men. Like the fact that in the trailer that I saw was getting shopped around, the fact that this woman feels like she can run up on your wife screaming all kind of bitches and hoes and trying to fight her. You ain't doing your part, sir. No, you're not. You have you to, got this girl under you control. You have to blame both parties because oh, it I takes do. two to tangle. Oh, I do. Just like you go blame that man for being the one that's going to go out and pursue, mm-hmm. you got to blame that whole too because oh, yeah. here's the thing. It's a lot of females, obviously, hence the reason it's the show, who are out there finding glory and being a side. Like, they think this is my title. Like, I am someone. Mm-hmm. He buys me things. He takes care of stuff, but I don't have the pressure, quote unquote, of a relationship. And I'm taking him from her, like whatever it is that's yeah, in your I, head. I don't understand but it's the like mentality. they think that this is something. Like it's special. It's a title. It's a crime. It's a bad These need to want better for themselves. Like, like honestly, here's the deal: if you're a side chick, there's no competing with the wife. Okay, like unequivocally, I am the beneficiary on my husband's life insurance. He's the beneficiary on mine. I he, I can't change his stats. He can't change mine unless we get a sign off on that. He can be on my health insurance. I can be on his health insurance. If something were to happen to either of us and we had to be hospitalized, um, visitation rules do not apply to us. We can make medical decisions for each other. Yeah, she better list um, these motherfucking benefits. Yeah, like we can make medical decisions for each other if one of us is like doesn't have in the capacity to do so. If something happened to either of us, it's easy for him or I to show our marriage license and get the uh, non-joint accounts unfrozen. Yes, we can. Mm. Like, that's what happens. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah. Like, she list. I'm loving I'm just saying, like, these girls need to understand you need to want better for yourself, Ma. Like, you just need to go ahead and get you your own man who's going to love you, claim you, take you out, be able so you don't have to post just his his hand when y'all go on trips. Okay? <laughs> Not just his hand. Just his hand and stuff. Like, you know, you just, it's just sad that you don't value yourself a little bit more that you would want to fight over a man like a wild, ignorant, ghetto banshee on television. Like, seriously, you need to get together and you just never will have the privileges of a wife at the end of but the day. But they don't glorify that in society. Like, especially in media. We mm-hmm. don't glorify, you know, being a wife and being married, unless you're married to somebody that is rich and famous, mm-hmm. we don't glorify that. We glorify, you know, the side chicks. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, for instance. Like, it's all about side chicks. On top of side chicks. Right. Like, so what, what the hell? What was the name? The movie with Denzel Washington and, um, <clears throat> um, shit. 
Ventus. Okay. Yep. Did y'all see that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So remember how they was having an argument in yard, and she was like, "I've been with you here in this fight for 17, 18 years, right. and you know what? Yeah, you've been going through your shit, but I've been here with you." Right. Then he got a side piece pregnant, mm-hmm. and she took the little girl in and raised her. Yeah. Like, what? That's what that's again. Right there. I'm basketball. We never saw the side chick on the screen, did we? Did we? Did she <laughs> try to run up to the house? Did she try to do nothing? Yeah. She had a nurse call saying the baby was born. That's about all she did. Mean a medical emergency and she died. Okay, she had to die before she called the house. <laughs> like yeah. I'm baffled again because here we go with the wife. Like you are the trophy, and I just I don't understand the men who step out. Like the Uber driver last night was like, you know. In addition to marriage being a trial to him, mm-hmm. he was like, nah, you know, I just think that, you know, men ought to just go ahead out there one or two times and just try something out and step. Try no. what? You do this before you get to married. To me, I glorify like, marriage. What are you talking about? Whether it's to a man or a woman, I glorify marriage because you are making a commitment. You're saying, I'm going to stick with this, period, hands down, through whatever. Bitch, you sick, I got to wipe your ass, I got you. You ain't got a job, I got you. We go argue, fuss, and fight, and guess what? I'm still coming back home to argue, fuss, and fight with you again till we figure this out. Mm-hmm. I got you. You know what? Bitch, this is what I like, and it's nasty. Mm-hmm. And I need you. Like, you just have to be in it with that one person <laughs> and be committed. My mom and dad have been together 45 years. They've been married 42 going on 43 years. Mm-hmm. Like, since high school. Mm-hmm. My daddy proud to say, I ain't never stepped out on your mom. When I was dating her, you know, when we first started, I was seeing this other girl. Your mama was like, Psh, I'm done, by it. Put on that hot pants. And she was riding that nigga car when I came one time. I saw her. My daddy drove up time to go see and she was riding another nigga car. My mama didn't even like the dude. He just was, I forgot his name because he still lived in the neighborhood by my grandparents. <laughs> but he was hot behind my mama. So he was excited because she was like, let's go for a ride in your car. And his Thunderbird. And they went for a ride in Thunderbird. My daddy saw like, they... And it's so crazy because people be like, oh, you know, your mom and daddy dress alike. They talk alike. They do the whole complete each other sentences thing. Because they've been like, living they together for 45 years. <laughs> There's no shit. My mama is like, I need y'all to understand. Yeah, y'all my children. I love y'all. But it ain't no coming between me and your dad. Real? Yeah. When we got, when we say we going to do X, Y, and Z, we do it. When we together something, we together. Like, I might disagree, but your daddy going to know I disagree when we have our pillow talk at night. And y'all ain't involved in Like... Right. That's what marriage is. Like, like it's it's just to me this whole glorification of like the side bitches of like oh yeah girl because I get things you fucking for things mm-hmm. things that don't matter things that lose value right purses and a place to a roof over your head like bitch you don't even own it you're renting like but the wife the one her who's beauty there, is her curse she fucks like, for shoes and a purse now nah, I said it okay I just I'm just saying like a wife. To me, it's so much more. Husband is so much more. So you running behind that side piece or this whole show that's being shopped around glorifying no, side it's pieces. So much deeper. Baby, you literally, you ain't shit. Literally. Because you're you're sharing. You're settling to share. You are settling to share. You are or get bacterial vaginosis. The wife is the meal. The wife is that steak that comes out, that steak <laughs> and that potatoes. You as a side piece, bitch, you the yams. Okay, you speaking of this, first off, uh, uh, me as a wife, put it, I am okay, okay. the entree. I am the appetizer. I am the sorbet. I'm the espresso shot. I am also the dessert, bitch. There's no room for you. Thank you. See, but that's one thing about, like, 
I guess she we're talking about. <laughs> okay, I'm the napkin. I'm the table. This food is served on food. Like, I'm everything. Thank you. The utensils you forgot. The that. utensils, the china, the wine. <laughs> Yes, all of that. Like with fences, back in the day, I feel like men were supposed to take their wives and honestly only pro procreate with their wives. Like their mm-hmm. wives are made to mm-hmm. be these pedestals and honestly, like just to, you know, create kids and that's it. Like they're not supposed to do anything, you know, below the hips or anything like that as far as like looking and sucking like that's not happening your wife doesn't do stuff like that oh yeah and so wait they didn't give it back in the day no i think that that was like something only hoes my mom was talking about to give it they would get their heads chopped off if they did something like that what are you i'm talking about back back in the day you were crazy my mom was back in the day okay okay she's talking about to give it I'm talking about biblical times. Like, you could not do stuff like oh, that. Like, you were considered a harlot. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego days. Even yeah. harlots, I heard like back you in were, the Wild West, they would be like, oh, you you suck penises? Oh, girl. See, yeah, that's like that's, came about because he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there you go. <laughs> this is why he's getting <laughs> fired again. He's getting <laughs> He, he did a turkey neck. <laughs> he got that turkey neck. I'm so upset. I'm really, I'm upset. I got it. My, whatever <laughs> man is lucky because he got that turkey neck. <laughs> gobble, gobble. That thing snapped a couple of times in like three seconds. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to what I was talking about. Like, yes, back in the biblical times, like it was something like that was pretty much a crime like to do you know sexual acts of that nature but when it came to like people having more privacy you know men and their proclivities like it got more sexual so they wanted to you know experience more but with wives like it wasn't going to happen like you weren't going to ask your wife to do something like that because she is somebody that you committed to god that right. you were going to honor, that Wives you were going to cherish. School. Yeah, like, and, and you're not. would go to brothels. Yeah, like, and you. Yeah, exactly. And that's how it was. So that, though, she go to bust that thing open. And I feel like men now, some men still feel that way about their wives. Like, they I'm do, not, I'm not going to ask my wife to do that. Like, no. Like, I'm going to find somebody else to do it. And that's that. Right. Well, ladies, go give your man head. <laughs> That was not the lesson. But anyway. Oh, that wasn't the lesson. lesson. Oh, shit. The lesson was don't be a side chick. Dust the side chicks. You need to want better for yourself, mom. Because there is a man out there that will be for you, be about you, commit to you, only want to be with you, and you're not going to have to share them. That's the point. True, 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 true. Okay, so is that it? We got something else? I want to see that shit so bad because they've been talking shit, not talking shit about it, but like critics, you know, they, whoever, have been like, oh, it looks too much like it's a movie. Militant. It looks and too militant. There's too ain't nobody say nothing when that white Which? man is sitting on the throne in the Game of Thrones trailers and that's the same thing. He's sitting on the throne in the Black uh, Panther thing. I'm ready because I feel like he's going to be some, some subliminals so in there. You know how you see some movie like, oh, all right, bitch, all right. I feel like there's gonna be some subliminals in there, so I'm excited about it. I want to see this. It's gonna shit. be so good. Yeah, there's all kinds like of the melanin is popping. Yes, the melanin is popping. That's what I was about. Like to everybody say. looks just beautiful. Can I just tell oh both gosh. of y'all right now? I don't like y'all. I just realized this. Like I'm looking at y'all hands. So women when they're married, 
talk with their ring hand. That's so not true. That's not true. That's Mind you, both of their hands are up, holding their faces right now. Like, it is so... Everything is done with that motherfucking... I am right. li- left-handed, everything so with that's left my hand and that ring finger. Like, they point that shit with I the ring finger. Like, can you cut that light on, please, Nobody with their ring finger? That. I've been um, making the whole episode. So now, 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 now you're going to make me be exaggerated. <laughs> okay, <with my laughs> Now we can zoom in. I'm grabbing the air with my left hand. I'm swooping my bang with my left hand. I'm my bang because y'all yes. got my short hair. I'm like, Portia. We can do it. Do I call you a Portia? So this was our going away episode. That's oh. what I would call it. Uh, whatever (laughs) but thanks y'all for tuning in we will definitely have episode 6 because this is number 5 and we still gonna keep them coming I thought this was 6 this is 6 this is 5 this is 6 this is yeah 7 okay what's 6 this is number 7 oh so she's stunting because she know how to speak Spanish They have one in there with Mexico. We We bought We bought We We bought We bought We bought We bought